I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home in a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Thank you to super producer and host Dave Shepard. And a big shout out to everybody listening all over North America. All of my friends holding it down at work. My people leaving work. My folks going home. My people just hanging out, relaxing. And my people out of doing something that they shouldn't be doing right now. Behave yourself. I'm going to behave myself too. I'm going to be hanging out for the next three hours. We got one hour down in the books. I get started 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Pacific. We talked about Bill Belichick. Who the hell does he need to start? I say Mac Jones. Put Mac Jones out there. And if Bailey Zappi is the spark plug, then tell Mac Jones sit down. Not that controversial. Speaking of controversy, there's a whole lot to do about nothing with Mike Evans and scribbling on a piece of paper to a ref like we we can't find anything else to complain about the referee is dirty now he's gonna give mike evans all the pass interference calls let's let's keep it moving here of course and you know as we continue on with the show i told you last hour it's it's gonna be a busy show a matter of fact mm, i'd say in about 20 minutes from now We're going to have a conversation with one of the best skiers of all time. And you're going, skiing? What the hell JR talking about skiing for? Well, when I think about skiing, there's really two names that that pop to me. It's Peekaboo Street, and then you got Lindsey Vaughn, who a lot of you probably know because she's been competing in Olympics. She has been all over the media for her own personal business, but then also – Man, we're talking World Cups and skiing and records and championships. She is probably the most accomplished skier of all time. And that is separate from her her personal life, which I will allow you to Google on your own time. But the fact is, 
she's doing a lot of amazing things in the world of entrepreneurship. She stepped away from the game in, in 2019, or the sport, I should say, and she has dealt with many injuries. Uh, she has dealt with many uh, unfortunate personal tragedies. Uh, she's openly dealt with depression. And so uh, there's a lot that I want to talk to her about. She's a big Broncos fan. I'm going to ask her about Russell Wilson. She recently retired right before COVID. I want to ask her about Tom Brady. And then we'll talk about this separately later on in the show. Uh, We all heard and learned earlier today about Brittany Griner and being denied her appeal. And so I will ask uh, Lindsey Vaughn that as well. So something a little bit different. But if I'm going to do different, I'm going to do it in an interesting way. And so I look forward to having that conversation uh, with Lindsey Vaughn. And you can listen to that. We'll have her on in about 20 minutes, so don't move. And speaking of uh, mental health issues, something that she's been very vocal about herself, I'm going to ask her about Ben Simmons. Because Ben Simmons, man, if you didn't think his mental health issues were real, go look at his stat line. This is a lot going on. Kanye West talking about mental health issues. What does he have to do with sports? Well, uh, Aaron Donald doesn't want anything to do with him. Jalen Brown of the Celtics doesn't want anything to do with him. And so these are all topics that that, that we're going to get into. And that's separate from the conversation that we'll have with Lindsey Vaughn. If you want to talk to me, it's simple. We got a phone number here. We have multiple phone lines, a lot of them, and they go up quickly. If you can get in, you can. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can also find me. I am on all social media platforms at JR Sport Brief. Just go ahead and take your pick. Go ahead, take your pick. Now, before we talk to Lindsey Vaughn, I want to thank one of our, well, someone who tweeted me. His name is Decal. Thank you, I am Decal. You know, last hour, or earlier today, I should say, you know, Bill Belichick just gave some of the most convoluted, confusing answers ever when it comes down to the Patriots starting quarterback? Is it going to be Mac Jones? Is it going to be Bailey Zappi? I say put Mac Jones back out there, and if he should falter, roll with Zappi. New England isn't winning a damn thing this year. Consider every single game, every single snap, uh, to be an open competition until you figure out who the guy is going to be. It's not a decision that will just be made against the New York Jets. And I said, Bill Belichick sounds like that confusing ass guy from the Matrix. And Decal said, he's the architect. Now, if you're a fan of the Matrix like I am, you know the architect. He pops up at the end of the movie, Matrix Reloaded, I believe, and this man just talks and talks and talks. And you want to punch this guy in the face. Now, I'm not an advocate for violence. I don't want to punch Bill Belichick. I think he's a cool guy. I just know when he talks publicly, you get answers like this. For instance, last night when he said the plan was to play both quarterbacks. Listen to this. So when Mac came out of the game, Bill, was that a medical decision, the timing of the no. pulling him? So is that related to the, the interception that was his no. last play tonight? No, we, we had planned to play. Uh, I told the quarterbacks that we were going we to play both of them. Monotone. How about today when he spoke to the media 
Is Mac Jones going to be the starter against the Jets? This is his answer. Again, that's a hypothetical question. So let's let's see, you know, where that is and what that is. Why does he sound so pained when he speaks? Last night, the fans were chanting for Zappy over Mac Jones and and Bill Belichick. He didn't he didn't seem to care there either. I really can't control that, and I'm just trying to coach the football team, and obviously I got a lot of work to do there, so I'm going to focus on that. Oh, man, does, does he lift his lower or his upper lip when he speaks? Is, does, do his eyebrows raise? Is there any joy in him at all? Listening to Bill Belichick, here he is. This is the architect from The Matrix. You tell me if you can hear the damn difference. The function of the one is now to return to the source, allowing a temporary dissemination of the code you carry, reinserting the prime it's program. like Belichick. After which you will be required to select from the Matrix 23 individuals, oh 16 God. female, 7 male, to rebuild Zion. Failure to comply <laughs> with this process will result in a cataclysmic system crash, killing everyone connected to the Matrix. This Belichick every which, week. coupled with the extermination of Zion, will ultimately result in the extinction of the entire human race. Here's the question from the reporter. You won't let it happen. You can't. You need human beings to survive. There are levels of survival we are prepared to accept. That's the Belichick answer right there. Like, it's like Belichick is a, he's a football cyborg. Can he have a little bit of emotion about something at some point in time? That's a hypothetical question. Oh, my God. I think they make. Did it come out already? I don't know. Are they making another Matrix? I think I heard of that, Shep, right? They're doing another one, right? I'm, I'm out to past you when it comes to what's going on with the Matrix, as you can tell, JR. Oh, my God. They've made like, I, don't, I can't even keep track. I don't know. But if they make a new one, just throw Bill Belichick in there. All he has to do is sit there, look miserable, and boom, he's the new architect. There he is. Bill Belichick, the architect of uh, the New England Patriots. Anyway, it's a hard knock life because in the NFL, you either have a quarterback or you're looking for one. No, I don't see that. Oh, my God. I can't tell the difference anymore. (laughs) It's facts. He doesn't have Tom Brady. He suffers. Tom Brady is down in Tampa Bay. His ass is suffering. Aaron Rodgers is out here suffering. I mean, even Matt Ryan is now out here. Well, he ain't suffering. He's still getting paid to now sit on the bench. But even Matt Ryan is out here suffering. This man just got the job as the Colts starting QB. And Matt Ryan, I got to tell you, for everything that he did here in Atlanta for the Falcons, I I think he was underappreciated. He, he was around for too long, I'll say that, but I think he was underappreciated for what he brought to the team. Just his, his consistency, knowing the fact that he helped lead him to a Super Bowl, uh, this is still someone who won an MVP in the process, and then, like most things, he, he got old, okay? We all get old. Everything gets old. Your car gets old. You're getting old. I'm getting old. Just everything has a... A life expectancy, unfortunately. And so for here for Matt Ryan, 37 years old, he's playing like crap for the Colts. He's been sacked, I think, what, 24 times. Only dude sacked more is Justin Fields. He's 11 fumbles. Damn. Nine interceptions. And now Matt Ryan is going to see the bench. 
And it's crazy. It was only a few months ago that Matt Ryan stood and sat in front of the media in Indianapolis and and listened to how thrilled he was to be the Colts quarterback. And this is a prime example of life comes at you fast. It's a really special day uh, for for myself and certainly my son Marshall, who's running around right here, uh, and Johnny and my wife Sarah, and we're all um, you know so so excited uh, to be here in Indianapolis and to be part of this Colts organization. Um, it's an organization that has a long lineage of incredible quarterback play. Uh, starting with Johnny Unitas, uh, an award that I was fortunate enough to win uh, when I was in college and got to meet his family. And um, it's amazing to be here almost 15 years later, sitting in you know the place where uh, he started, obviously a different city, but um, the same organization. And then you know to follow in the footsteps of, of Peyton Manning, who for me growing up um, was exactly who I wanted to be. The man, let's just play the first couple of seconds. Let's just play it again. It's a really special day uh, for for myself and certainly my son Marshall, who's running around right here, uh, and Johnny and my wife Sarah. Oh, stop. And we're all- Come on, man. You want to hear more about his wife Sarah? No, I don't. Got it. It's just the fact of if you didn't know, and everybody gets it, how cutthroat the NFL is. And, and, and sure, this is suppo- that was supposed to be a brand new day, a brand new experience. It was supposed to elongate and, and, and lend a little bit more runway to the career of Matt Ryan. And where is he now on the bench? This man is the third string quarterback. And then he had to blow out his shoulder for them to say, OK, we're done with you. And it was only a few months ago that he's waxing poetic about, oh, my God, I'm, I'm here with the Colts. And Johnny Unitas and, and Peyton Manning and, and my family is here. And I, I look forward. Now his career is basically done. Matt Ryan as a starter is finished. And if he goes somewhere else and he starts, which is unlikely, come on. This is almost like it's like that dog running around in the backyard. Just let him run around even though he's limping. Let him get a few last laps. That's Matt Ryan right now. Like the game and all of this comes at you so fast. Is this going to be the same scenario for Tom Brady? Granted, he eight touchdowns to one INT. He ain't fumbling the ball all over the place. Aaron Rodgers, he still has life left, right? Just playing with bums. They're paying him $50 million each for the next three years, so he better have something left. It's cold, man. NFL will bring you in and then sit you down and humble you real quick. It's like a conveyor belt. It's like, oh, if this piece is defective, throw it off the belt and move on to the next one. We got thousands more to go. For as many starting jobs and spots, even finding the elite is difficult. It's not like every team has a starting quarterback who's absolutely amazing. It's less than half. Frank Reich, this man is just, he's trying to coach. He's praying that Andrew Luck decides to to walk back into the locker room. 
Frank Reich, this is what he had to say about Matt Ryan getting benched. Our poor production on offense is not on one person. It's not on Matt Ryan. Um, but we also know, as Matt and I talked it through, hey, as head coach and quarterback, as head coach, ultimately it doesn't matter. I'm judged on wins and losses. Quarterbacks judged on points and, you know, and production and turnovers. That's, we understand that's how it is in this league. And so um, Matt will be a pro. Yeah, he, he got no choice but to be a pro. That's one thing I give Matt Ryan credit for. This man has never complained. Even when he was a, a pinata over the past few years with the Falcons, he did not complain. Even when the fan base wanted him out, it did not stop him from being active out in the community. He did not complain. And so if this is, if this is the end for Matt Ryan, and I don't think it's his final pass, I think his days as a starter in the league are done. Kudos to him, man. I don't want to say I'm, I'm laying out the football eulogy for Matt Ryan, but he's had a damn good career for a starting quarterback. He's done everything except for win the big one. And I'm not going to dive any deeper than that because I don't want to, well, I guess I have already just touched the nerve for my, my friends who love the Falcons. But he's not the only quarterback suffering. And these other guys, at least they're getting paid the big bucks. What about the guy who's making $245 million? What about Russell Wilson? This man is, he got a busted up shoulder. He got a busted up hamstring. And uh, for some reason, he always finds the, the silver lining in things. Listen to Russell. We've got to answer the call. You know, it's uh, adversity is, is, is uh, challenging us right now. But um, the, only way I, the only way I know through, through it all is just continue to work hard. Okay. I, I think he has a book where he just, he just opens up a book. And he had like 300 sayings that are programmed. And he goes, well, pick this one. This fits. They're all generic. I'm sure he said that three years ago at, at a Seahawks press conference. Well, I guess there's room for optimism as well for Aaron Rodgers. Maybe he's been reading the same book Russell Wilson has. Because Aaron Rodgers, after losing to Washington, he sees the silver lining too. I'm not worried about this squad. In fact, this might be the best thing for us. Uh, this week, you know, nobody's going to give us a chance. Going to Buffalo on Sunday night football, the chance to get exposed, shoot, might be the best thing for us. <laughs> he's been drinking some of that uh, ayahuasca. That's what he's been drinking. Well, he's in a good mood, finding the silver lining. What about Tom Brady? They lose to the Carolina Panthers. Is Tom Brady in a good mood? Let's hear what he has to say. No one feels good about where we're at. No one feels good about how we played or what we're doing. So we all got to, we're all in it together, man. We got to go pull ourselves out of it. Oh, I guess he's not as in good a mood as uh, Russell Wilson and Mr. Ayahuasca are. Maybe Tom Brady could use some of that. Hey, Shep, that ayahuasca is natural, right? Adversity is uh, challenging us right now, but. Oh, no. That Russell Wilson just always popping up some way. <laughs> If we gave Russell Wilson the ayahuasca, I wonder what that would do to him. I don't know if I want to find out. Anyway, hard knock life for quarterbacks. It's like everybody over the age of 30 is uh, they're going through it right now. Think about the premier QBs in the game. If you were starting a squad right now, who would you want? Would you want a Justin Herbert? I would. Would you want a Joe Burrow? Who am I missing, Shep? I know people in, in Baltimore, they love Lamar Jackson. 
it, I mean, I mean, obviously the, the the two guys who played in that AFC divisional back and forth, the twenty five point uh, outburst Allen. in the final two minutes. Mahomes, uh, yeah, it's it's a new era in quarterbacks. I absolutely love it. So my apologies in advance to Matt Ryan. It's like we can start queuing up. Another one bites the dust. Over the past few years, who's been gone? Peyton, gone. Eli, gone. Breeze, gone. Rivers, gone. Matt Ryan, on the way out the door. Brady, oh man, he's on borrowed time. Aaron Rodgers, he's just here to get paid. You know who looks, you know who looks uh, five years older than maybe seven months ago, too? Hold on, let me think about it. Who looks older right now? He looks seven years older than the way he performed in February. Well, hold on. Hold on a second. I forgot Ben Roethlisberger. His ass is gone, too. Now, who looks older right now than they did seven months ago? Yeah, the coach, the coach has his back and saying it's the pieces around him, and we're not helping him enough. But to oh. me, he has aged about seven years in the last seven months. Okay, And he wait. will be in the Hall of Fame, despite what uh, Richard Sherman says, who, we lo- who I know we love on the show. Oh, Russell Wilson? No. Another guy. Wait, wait. Give me a hint. Keep going. Okay. Um, think about the, the motor. Think about Motown. And Detroit. What, yeah, for a okay. long time. Oh, but Matthew he Stafford? a lot of doubters and naysayers wrong last season. I think he's okay. I think it's the line. He's, he's, always, he's always been a gunslinger. And I think the, the fans in Detroit have talked about that a whole lot. Right. Watch how he gets to Los Angeles. Right, ho, right, ho, right. Ho. Yes. He's going to throw the game away. Ho, ho, ho. And there were times where he did. I'll never forget that Sunday night game against Minnesota. He just – it's like he's, he's in playing in the backyard. And so I, I, I get it. I understand it. I think he, he, he'll be fine. He also I could have been arguably the Super Bowl MVP, and he also outplayed Brady in Brady's house when Brady was the yes. second-best quarterback in the NFL and, in 2021. He'll he'll be fine. Those other guys, get them the hell up on out of here. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get Lindsey Vaughn on in a few minutes. Let's get Mike here from Toronto. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Yeah, JR, how is it going, man? It's going damn well, Mike. What's up? I wanted to ask Lindsey uh, a very technical question about skiing. Uh-oh. Does she still have while she's skiing this is very very interesting for for viewer listeners that uh, aren't um, uh, shall we say still listening in, a, in an area where you can't ski yeah you want me to ask you want me to, so I, so here's the thing Mike you want me to ask Lindsay Vaughn if she still has fun when she skis yes she okay all her life, right? She's had pressure all her life to to win. Uh, I want to ask her, you know, if if she still enjoys the sport. Okay, that that is a good question. I, I have uh, other questions that I, I I think I have to get in that are more important. If I, I can, I, I understand you. Her. If I can, if I can, Mike, I will. I'm gonna try my best. Because we love skiing in Canada. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, you you got well, you got the winter, weather for it. In the ma- nine, nine months of the year, yeah. Yeah, I know, I know, Mike. When's the last time you've been skiing? Uh, I'm sixty years old, so, so I went last year. What does once. being sixty have to do with anything? Once, it well so. it becomes more difficult as you get older. 
Nah, that's that's crap, Mike. You're you're an amazing the, guy. The, Just go I'm skiing the, every day. I'm on the baby hill with the, with the with my grandson. <laughs> as you as you should be. I'm sure your grandson loves it. Well, Mike, I'm gonna try to get that question in. I I, I would say that she still loves skiing. Uh, I know there's the competitive aspect. Say again. I would agree with you on that. Well, if if I can get it, and I'll ask her. I appreciate you, Mike. Thanks, thanks for talking to me, Jr. No doubt. Of course, I talk to Mike. You know, sixty years old, it's more difficult to ski. Not for Mike. Mike invented skiing. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have a conversation with one of the greatest skiers of all time, Lindsey Vaughn. She recently retired. She's worked out with Vaughn Miller. She's a fan of the Broncos. She's dealt with mental health issues. I can ask her about Ben Simmons. I'm going to ask her about Tom Brady. We got a lot to do. Lindsey Vaughn is coming up next. The JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. Only way I know through it all is just continue to work hard. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Sport Brief Show right here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Right now, we're being joined by someone who is a World Cup champion, someone who is an Olympian. We're talking medals. We're talking gold. She's a philanthropist. She's an entrepreneur. She's big time. She's one of the greatest skiers of all time. Lindsey Vaughn is here with us. Lindsey, how are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I have have nothing to complain about. I want to you know, one thing I appreciate about you is that you've always taken your, your own life and experiences and you've talked about them openly to help other people. So I want to I want to get into to a few of the things that you're working on. But before we do that, I know you were born in, in Minnesota. I know you grew up in Colorado. What's going on with these Denver Broncos? <laughs> Man, your guess is as good as mine. I love Russ, but I don't know. Oh, man. So but is he comes in. We know that the Walton family, founders of Walmart, they now have the team. Is this a, a lost year? Are they going to build after this? What do you think? I mean, listen, it's never over till it's over. Um, but I think there's some growing pains, you know, I mean, it's hard with team sports. And when you get a lot of new players coming in, I think, you know, they just haven't found their groove yet, but they will, you know, have faith, you know, might take a little time, but Russ is not a rookie. He knows what he's doing. So I trust that he'll figure it out. Okay. All the best to him and, and his recovery from injury as well. Lindsey Vaughn is joining us here, the JR Sport Reef Show on CBS Sports Radio. Here on, on our show, we broadcast 300 stations all across North America. We get first responders. Last night we had on some firefighters. We have people who are up late doing amazing work, making the economy run. One of the things that that you're working on right now is for people that typically would try to get some sleep at night. Tell us about it. Yeah, I've actually been struggling with insomnia for quite some time now. And I'm very thankful because I went to my doctor, I found a solution and that is Quivivic. Um, it's a medication that I take and, um, it's helped me fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer. I think 
you know, insomnia is something that most people don't talk about. They assume that not getting sleep is okay and normal, especially for people like first responders. You know, for me, when I was skiing, I had so much adrenaline, it was really hard to calm that down and quiet your mind and be able to fall asleep. And you need so much sleep to be able to do what you do, especially, for example, like the first responders. So um, I'm just very happy that I finally have my insomnia under control. And I've learned, you know, over the course of my life and career that the more open I am about my own struggles, the more I can hopefully help others and also help myself in my own journey through life. So I hope that by speaking about it, I can help others find a solution that works for them as well. Lindsay Vaughn is here with us. You, I'm not just blowing steam or blowing smoke. You're one of the most accomplished skiers that we've ever seen recorded on planet Earth. Pat yourself on the back. Now, having said that, you retired in, in 2019. What has that transition been like between 2019 and here 2022? It's right before the pandemic. We all have to go through everything that we went through. How's the past few years been for you? It was hard. I mean, you know, right after I retired from ski racing, I think the transition was more difficult than I expected. You know, I had everything set up, you know, obviously knew my career was ending. Um, I had business business planned. I had a busy schedule, but nothing really prepared me for waking up the next day and not having ski racing in my life. You know, it had always been this rock, this constant, this something that I could lean on um, and it was always there. So it was really hard when it was gone. Um, and it took me a while, you know, it's a year and a half to really figure out my way through it. Um, I wrote a memoir, which took me pretty much a year and a half. I actually wrote a whole book and then scrapped it and started over. Um, but I think that process was really therapeutic and it helped me process a lot of things. and. Um, help me find out who I am as a person away from ski racing, um, which sounds really simple, but <laughs> was not that simple. I'll tell you that. Nah, I'm, I'm sure it's ridiculously tough. I mean, even in other aspects of sports where we're dead in the middle, kind of crazy already of the NFL season. And we have someone like Aaron Rodgers who comes back. We mentioned Russell Wilson. He goes to a new team, starts a new chapter. Unfortunately for Tom Brady, all of his business and his personal life is, is all out there. How difficult is that transition? Even somebody like Tom Brady, all his personal life is out there and now his professional life and they're not, not doing good. How difficult is it to say it's time to move on? It's really hard to move on, you know, and it's hard to be able to have the space to, to think for yourself, you know, without outside distraction and, you know, people saying what you should or shouldn't do. And, you know, to your point of Tom, you know, just, um, the amount of, you know, rumors and, you know, things that are out there, just it, it's very distracting. I think for me, it was a little bit easier because with my injuries, it really forced me to make a decision. You know, I was I was just falling apart at the seams by the end um, and there wasn't really an option to keep going. I think had I not had so many injuries, I would probably have had much a much harder time stepping away. I probably would be like Tom Brady. I'd probably be 42 and just still going strong, you know, never, never let go. Um, but, you know, I think for me, it um, it also was a matter of can I still win? And I wasn't sure at that point if I, you know, was physically able to, even if I could, you know, sew myself back together. So I think every athlete kind of has to figure that out on their own. Um, 
and be able to sleep with that at night because, I mean, Tom is not not the norm. You usually don't get to go back, but most athletes, when they do retire, you know, that's it. And um, you have to be able to live with that because, you know, in five or 10 years, you don't want to say, wake up and say, I wish I would have kept going or I wish I would have done more. And that's how I kind of approach my life is I live every day to the max. You know, I don't ever have any regrets. I, I try to seize every opportunity because you just don't know what's going to happen. Lindsey Vaughn is here with us, the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You talk about your own personal injuries. I mean, you, your back, your knees, your, your, your ankles. We saw you get airlifted, you know, off of the slopes. It's not, not something I think anybody necessarily wants to deal with. We know that this is something skiing that you started when you were very little. But throughout all of those injuries and the trials, what was the main driving factor? Was it just the desire to compete? Was it family? What kept you going? I loved going fast. You know, I loved pushing myself. And I think being on the mountain was one of the most freeing experiences. You know, you're you have your career in your hands, you know, you can push, you're going as fast as you can push yourself to go. And I loved, I love that challenge. I love the freedom of it. There was just, there's nothing about it that I didn't love. And so, you know, I think that was something that propelled me through all of my injuries. And, you know, no matter what happened in my life, I always had skiing to fall back on and something that, you know, gave me so much joy and pleasure in my life. So, there was never a day that I didn't love ski racing. Even when it hurt, I still loved it. Lindsay, I got to ask you this. You've spoken openly about your, your own battles mentally and, and, and fighting through issues and problems and, and even depression. We have like a star in the NBA right now in Ben Simmons. This man has been beaten from Philadelphia to Brooklyn and has his own back issues and doesn't play and social media what would you say about just the, the outsider's perspective on someone who's like Ben? Because obviously there, there are issues that are there, even in his performance, it, to the degree we don't know. But what would you say to people who look at someone like Ben? I don't know his story that well. Um, but what I do know is that, you know, injury can be difficult for a lot of reasons. Um, you know, some people mentally just aren't able to come back. Um, you know, some people, it kind of sticks with them. And, you know, for me, I was lucky that, you know, I process injury really well. Um, I look at it as, you know, just another setback. And, and the second I'm out of surgery, I'm like, when can I get back? What's the timeline, you know, put me in. Um, but I've seen through every single sport that every injury is different and you can never judge someone for their own process. Um, while it may seem easy on the outside, it really never is easy on the inside. Um, even with something as simple as, you know, broken finger or, or sprained ankle, you know, those still you're, you're putting your body, you're, you're pushing your body to the maximum every time that you're performing. And if you're not right, that can take time to get over. So I don't judge people. Um, I let them do their thing and, you know, when they're ready to get back out there, they will. I hear that. As Steve Nash, coach of the Brooklyn Nets, he's saying the same thing about Ben Simmons right now lindsey vaughn joining us a few more questions here cbs sports radio the jr sport brief show throughout your recovery you've even worked out with someone like like vaughn miller he's always happy go lucky he's having a good time what was that experience like as you were going through your own rehab process and then lo and behold there's there's vaughn with you it was funny i i 
I blew out my knee and was going through rehab and, and, uh, showed up one day and there was Vaughn and, and Grunk was there too. And, you know, <laughs> it was a pretty, a pretty funny trio. Um, Vaughn was always kind of just happy go lucky and was, didn't ever take anything too seriously, but he definitely knows how to turn it on when he needs to, obviously. And I mean, I've trained with a lot of athletes, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Clay Matthews, and, and, you know, I feel like, you know, athletes know, you know, when it's really time to work and, and, um, you know, those guys were all the same in that way. Um, they're all in very great shape though. <laughs> those are big guys. They have a lot of muscles, and, but I kept up with them. You know, I held my own. There's no doubt about it. Well, Lindsay, here's a difference. They play on a team with 52 other folks, 15 other guys. You're out there when you were on the slopes. You you went down them, them hills. You went down there solo. Like, talk about the mindset that differs between just being an athlete in the zone by yourself and participating in a team sport. Is it more difficult, would you find it, or do you think it's a little bit easier when you can rely on other folks? You know, as much as I love being a team, because I think there was a, a, a large team component to ski racing, I liked relying on myself and being accountable only for myself. You know, I have a hard time, you know, relying on others, not just in sports, but I guess everywhere. You know, um, I, it's very liberating to be in control, you know, of your success or failure. I think you know, I was never obviously on a professional sports team, but I think, you know, having to work together and really be in sync with with so many other people would be incredibly hard because, you know, you're working as hard as you can, but you're relying on everyone else to be working as hard as they are as, they are as well. And to also not only work hard, but, you know, again, work hard in the same direction and, and always be in sync. So I think I think there is a lot to be said for being uh, an individual athlete and, and how liberating that is. But um, obviously, team sports are amazing to watch, so <laughs> not going to say anything bad there. I can dig it. Lindsey Vaughn here with us as we get ready to wrap up. It's, it's unfortunate. Some of the first news I learned and heard this morning was about Brittany Griner. And, and you talk about being able to rely on yourself and being in a space it's, it's unimaginable what she has already faced and, and what she might face. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on that unfortunate situation? Yeah, I mean, without getting into it too much, we have the same birthday, um, by the way. But, uh, you know, I feel, I feel terrible for what's happened. Um, you know, I think I rely on on our government to really be able to to handle that and, and it's very unfortunate that she lost her appeal but um you know i can't say her intent and i i'm definitely not going to insert myself into the situation but just from a moral perspective i hope that she's able to come home absolutely well you've done an amazing job as i said helping out other people in your own way where can people find out more information? You you struggle with sleep and, and insomnia. Where can people find out more info? I say follow my Instagram, <laughs> Lindsay Vaughn. Um, you know, I just kind of I again, it's very therapeutic for me to share my story, and and hopefully that helps others. And you can find everything you need to know about Qvivic and my depression and my books and a lot of other fun stuff. <laughs> so I'd say follow me there, and you can find everything else out. For all the amazing things that you've done, what's coming next? Is there one more box that you want to check? 
There's a lot. I mean, I honestly, I'm leaving every door open. I don't know, you know, what tomorrow will hold, but, you know, I have my production company, my goggle line, I have my ski clothing line. Um, I'm an investor and an LP and some funds. I, I like challenges, so you, you never know what to expect with me. I, I'll probably come up with something new tomorrow. Beautiful. And I appreciate, like I said, how you help other people. Lindsey Vaughn has joined us. It's the JR Sport Reef Show right here on CBS Sports Radio. When we come back, we're going to pick up on the world of sports and, and break down this wonderful conversation we've had with Lindsey Vaughn. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Of course, I'd like to say thank you so much, man. I'm going through a lot of uh, life-threatening health issues the last two years, and I always close out my night listening to you. I caught a couple times, so I just want to say thank you again for being on the radio and keeping me entertained. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. Well, I appreciate you for listening. Ain't no doubt about that. And I want to thank Lindsey Vaughn again for, for taking the time to, to join us and, and talk about her own, her own personal issues over the past several years and just being able to go ahead and, and, and give back. It was, it was good to hear her perspective on a, on a wide variety of things, Shep. It was, it was cool to talk to her, man. Absolutely. And, and Jr. it's amazing. I mean, you know, skiing is, is, is a niche sport. Um, but the relationship that he has had with so many, not just world-class athletes, but world-class figures. And I, and I think she is very, she has her pulse on a lot of things in terms of what the, you know, the inner demons are of athletes. And, and good, good on her for being so open with her struggles, her hardships, her trials, her tribulations, discussing the fact that had she not been as hurt as she was, she might still be doing this, which just lends itself to maybe allow some sympathy and almost empathy for Tom Brady, no? Yeah, well, maybe maybe not so Tom Brady. Maybe not, got it. Maybe not him. Uh, you, you think about her laundry list of injuries, back injury, and I, I named it when I was talking to her. I could have gone on and on, uh, unfortunately, about the injuries that, that she suffered. Man, I don't go skiing. I ain't never been on a pair of skis in my life. And to think about the speed and the rate at which she does it and the potential for injury – and, and the fact that she has been injured and that, that did cut her career short is uh, just crazy to me. And so good on her for, for what she's accomplished, what she continues to do right now. And if you missed that interview with, with Lindsey Vaughn, we talked about everything from Russell Wilson to Tom Brady to Ben Simmons to, uh, you know, the company she's working with to depression and mental health. We got it all. Okay, you can always hit Rewind on the free Odyssey app. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, and speaking of mental health, who knew that Kanye West and his issues would have an effect on the world of sports? I'm going to tell you about Aaron Donald, Jalen Brown, and more on the other side of the break. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.